0: Hey everybody, it's Chris. I just wanted to start this episode with a thank you. Uh, Our Patreon has been up and running for a little over a month now, and we have had some really, really great engagement numbers from that. And I wanted to say thank you to our listeners for continuing to support the show. We really do appreciate it. Uh, If you're interested in supporting the show financially, and you want all of that sweet, sweet bonus content from both the Pub Trivia Experience podcast and our sister podcast, Boozy Bracketology, patreon.com slash P-T-E-B-B. All the bonus content is there, including uh, just last uh, earlier, no, late last week, late last week, we launched our first bonus bracket in which we are diving in and doing a deep dive to determine what the best Nirvana song of all time is. It is part one of a two-parter that will come out later on this month and finish the bracket off, but that's on there. You're going to have a Bonus trivia, all that fun stuff, right there on Patreon. Listen, I know times are tough right now. If you can't afford to help financially or support financially, I get it, one hundred percent. I do. I've been there. The best thing that you could do would be log into iTunes or wherever you listen to the show, drop us a five star rating, write us a review. That would be absolutely amazing. You'll still be able to get all of our free content once a week show, weekly shows for both podcasts. Those are out there. Also, if you haven't done this yet, Facebook. Find our new Facebook group. It's called The Lounge. Fans of Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology. Come on there. Tell us what you're drinking. Tell us what you think of the uh, the episodes that we're releasing because there's new ones dropping all throughout the week. You've heard enough from me. Let's turn it over to me with the Pub Trivia Experience. Have a good one.
1: Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience, or if you're a first timer, welcome to the Pub Trivia Experience. Uh, my name is Mike. I will be your host this evening. Yes, I am back with another game. Uh, don't don't turn it off. Don't don't turn off the podcast. I promise this one's going to be a lot of fun. It's it's every round is a little something different. I think it's gonna I think you're going to really enjoy it, and I think that our competitors are really going to enjoy it too. Uh, let's meet them right now. Starting with the lovely young woman to my left. Say hello to Nikki. Hi. How's it going?
2: Oh, it's going pretty good. Except when you said you were doing this game, you told me, Nikki, you're going to hate this game and it's weird. So
1: (laughs) I'm excited. I told you there was, I told you there was one round that you were maybe going to hate a little bit. So I'm pumped. And I, and I made it, I made it, I did I, I there were two different ways I could have taken it and I took the I tried to take the less painful way so I think you'll still have fun. Just
2: Well yeah, but I am doing good. This what is the, what?
1: The Jack Daniels and uh Coke Zero tonight. Ah, she's having a visit from a boyfriend. All right. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I am drinking uh yet another selection, uh local selection from uh here in Alabama. Not we live in Huntsville, so it's not that local, but it's from, out of Birmingham. This is from Trim Tab Brewing Company that I've featured many, many times before. Another one of their Light Visions Collection IPAs. It's a triple dry hopped IPA with 100% Equinot hops. It is called the Equinaut Singularity.
2: What is an Equinot?
1: That What's is... A
2: singularity?
1: <laughs> it is. It's a, that's a great question. It must be a variety of hop. I'm not... I'm not a chicharone, so I don't I don't know anything about hops. But yeah, by the way, that was a random thing I learned not that long ago. Is apparently the beer equivalent of a sommelier is called a chicharone. So good to know. Random random trivia for you. You heard you heard them humming over there. Uh, so uh, we'll jump over there next out to Florida and say hello to Chris and Leah. How are you guys doing tonight? Uh, Mike, I'm doing well. Leah, how are you?
3: I'm doing great. Um, I have nothing to drink, but I did just finish a very large mocha frappuccino from Starbucks. So I'm hoping I'll stay awake for this.
1: (laughs) We'll do our best. We'll do our best. I love, I used to love their frappuccino. It's been a while since I've had one.
3: Yeah. My husband came home from, or he, he called me on his way home tonight and was like, I have a surprise for you. And I was like, well, I'm about to open up a pint of Ben and Jerry's. So I was like, is it a dessert? Surprise, or is it something different? He's like, "Yeah, put the ice cream away. I'm coming home with something that you're gonna want." And so it was yep. frappuccino, and it was great.
0: Oh, that! And I also you also answered the door, and I was naked, but you didn't want that. You wanted the frappuccino.
3: Yes, I want the frappuccino. Yeah. Always choose the frappuccino. <sighs>
1: Story of my life. Yeah, I always choose the frappuccino. Yep. Uh, <laughs> they're okay. they're delicious. Well, I guess... <laughs> Christopher, what are
0: you drinking tonight, man? Uh I'm drinking my feelings now. Damn, that was rough. Uh,
1: yeah. I do uh, want to no, say thank uh, you for putting on clothes though. Uh just tops, no bottoms. What whatever <laughs> I can see, that's all that matters to me.
0: Exactly. Uh no, I've got a bottle here. This will actually end up being a bottle kill tonight. Um this is a bottle of the Uncle Nearest Tennessee whiskey, the 1856 blend, their entry level blend. Uh it's Oops, sorry. It's got a uh it's really strong up front but it finishes nice and smooth if you can get past Some people aren't going to like the initial taste of Tennessee whiskey, specifically this kind. I do. I actually like it. Um but it's not a one that you can drink quickly. So I'm going to let this mellow a little bit. I've got some ice in my glass and it actually tastes really good. I'm looking forward to finishing this.
1: Very nice. Very nice. And uh, also joining us this evening uh, out of the lovely state of North Carolina, we've got Tim back with us. Tim, how you been, man?
4: I am doing well. How about you?
1: I I cannot complain and probably getting more sleep than you are these days.
4: Yeah, that's not that hard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, exa- exactly. Uh, what you drinking tonight, man?
4: Uh, I went back to an old favorite. I am drinking the new Belgium Voodoo Ranger
1: Juicy Haze IPA. Mm. Excellent choice. I love this beer.
4: It's it's way juicier than an IPA. This is an IPA for people who don't like
1: IPAs. Me. Yeah, that's a great beer. So
0: we were talking before the show. Tim, um, tell our listeners what you guys were doing and some of the changes that are happening over at the Hometown Crowd podcast.
1: Oh,
4: yeah. Oh, yeah. So we just launched our um, our Twitch stream. So all of our podcasts, we are going to attempt to record a live video alongside uh, get some you know customer or, or listener interactions going. Uh, so you can find that over at twitch.tv slash hometown crowd.
0: I'm looking forward to that. I did see that you guys were streaming for the uh, the NFL draft.
4: Yeah, that was a marathon. We did four plus hours just for the first round, and then called it. Oh, God bless.
0: Yep. I I don't. I didn't even watch the draft this year. You know, when you're. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I watched Trevor Lawrence, and then um, Zach Wilson, the kid from. Uh,
4: from yeah. You guys, yeah. you guys had a pretty good draft because you're well. You're you're Jags fans, right? Or no, are you we're Bucks, Bucks fans. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, we really you guys drafted draft. that quarterback out of Notre Dame.
0: Uh, no, first round they drafted a linebacker.
4: Yeah, uh, I think today you guys took Ian Book out of Notre Dame, the quarterback.
0: Uh, I don't think so. We took Kyle Trask in the second round. Me...
4: Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Somebody took somebody took Ian Book.
0: I'm sure someone I did. Know. I mean, the kid looked good. No, we actually.
4: Sleep. Sleep uh, doesn't lend, my, lend to my memory. It no. bodes well for trivia tonight.
0: No, mark my <laughs> words, though. The uh, the New York Jets got the steal of the draft in the sixth round with Hampson Nashville Dean uh, coming off of major reconstructive surgery, came back with two games left in the season after reconstructing his knee, and with those two games left in the season, was by far the best player on our terrible defense. Uh, the yeah. kid's good. The kid's really with, good.
4: With, without going too far into my other show, um, the steal of the draft was the Cleveland Browns second round pick, who is the guy I wanted in the first round and was still there 26 picks later. So
0: the Browns, you guys, uh, you guys got some good picks. You guys, you guys are pretty, pretty loaded for next year. Not as loaded as the bucks, but you know, still pretty loaded.
4: I don't know at this point we're, we're, we're looking pretty scary, but that's, uh, that's, that's what the hometown crowd is there for. So if you guys enjoy this little banter, Check us out over at Hometown Crowd.
1: Absolutely. No, yeah, th- and that I'll be really interested to, to if I if I can ever uh, make it to one of those live recordings, I'd be interested to see how that goes, too. But yeah, uh, we are,
4: too. It'll, it'll, it'll be fun to try. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, it'll probably be Wednesday nights at 930. Uh, but you can find that on Facebook when we post. We'll we'll post that we're going live.
1: Okay. Awesome. No, that, that'll be, that'll be good to know. So I, like, and it's good to have a set schedule too.
4: Yeah.
0: What's that like?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway, all right. So, uh, without, without further ado, uh, let's go ahead and launch into our games because heaven knows, our my games tend to run long and, uh, I'm punching but, it but, yeah, Nikki's Nikki's over here, stretching and, and, uh, shadow boxing. So I think she's ready to go. And, uh, Tonight, I think there's probably a little extra incentive because we're going to have a little battle of the sexes here. It's going to be Nikki and Leah versus Chris and Tim. Uh, we have mostly kind of a standard game format. Uh, we're going to do a, a little pregame, a little fun little pregame. Uh, that'll be slightly different than normal. Uh, and then uh, we're going to launch into uh, four rounds with a halftime and a final round, which actually uh, is not a wa- not going to be a wager round. It's going to be more in keeping with... Uh, one of Leah's recent games which i really liked the format uh of if not if not necessarily the subject matter of that particular question. He <laughs> but no <laughs> uh <laughs> but He's that i know uh, no but we're going to hopefully we're going to have a, a lot of fun uh like i said hopefully this game won't run as long as my other games and uh let's get right into it if everybody is ready. Let's go. All right. Oh, and i i should tell you too that this is going to be uh with the exception of the pregame, the halftime, and the last round and the f- before the final and the final question. Otherwise, it's going to be a back-and-forth game, so alternating teams choose questions. Awesome. Uh, so I'll give you the categories at the beginning of each round and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, and no rebounds, because I didn't want to deal with it. <laughs> no worries. All righty. Anyway, without further ado, let us get into the pregame. The theme of the pregame is... Almost true, but not quite. So here's how this is going to work. I'm going to give you a statement that is almost true, but one key element is not true. And you're going to get two points for telling me which part is incorrect, and you'll get two more points if you can tell me what the correct version of that part is. So for example, if I give you the statement, Chris Lagori is the sexiest man in Tampa, you get two points for saying, well, he doesn't live in Tampa, so that's wrong. And two more points for saying he's actually the sexiest man in Clearwater. Does that make sense? Someone's been reading my diary. (laughs) All righty. Here we go. We're going to see how this goes. Your first statement. The fluba is an instrument that is a combination of the flute and the tuba. Standard lock and rules apply.
0: So to verify here, we get two points if we point out what part of it is wrong, and two more points if we point out what the correct
1: piece is. Right? That that's correct. Yes. So you said
3: wait. It was so these the are all one... false. This is not. A true Th- these false? these
1: they're they're all mostly true, but there's one part that's false. Oh.
3: Okay. <laughs> I was gonna go with true. I'm not <laughs> sure, that sounds right. That's not how we're playing. Okay, gotcha.
4: All right, we'll lock in.
1: All right. Tim and Chris are locked in. We and Nikki talk it out.
2: I mean, I didn't know any of this statement was (laughs) true because I've never heard of a fluba. Um, I'm guessing maybe that's the part that's false. Maybe is there another? Can you think of another instrument that's kind of a mixture of a flute and a tuba? Uh like a toot like that, are we
3: looking for another name?
2: Like, i mean i guess right i think we're just supposed to we're just supposed to say like what's not okay so the part true we're and then the we get extra points true. i guess if we know what is correct wait so know. a flute goes like this and a tuba yeah. goes like this um, like that <laughs>
3: So why would I don't understand why an instrument would be a combination between a flute and a tuba because it's like the same thing, just different directions.
4: I'm really wishing that this was live streamed on Twitch because I really want to know
2: what (laughs) you just did there.
4: She did this. I
2: mean like I mean I can understand like a flombone because you got flombone. Flambone (laughs) But a fluba, I don't know.
3: I mean who plays the fluba? Okay, so we just know, I'm have gonna to say what's incorrect. I'm just so... gonna guess
2: that it's not called a fluba. Yeah, I, don't I know. think that that's. I, think that's I don't the best think it's called a fluba. I guess okay. there's maybe an instrument out there that has a combination of the the trumpet and the flute, but I don't think it's called a, a, a fluba. Yeah, we're gonna say fluba. it's not called a fluba. That's what we're locking in. Oh.
1: <laughs> do yeah. do you have do you have a guess for what the alternate name would be for?
2: So it's it's supposed to be a flute and a trombone.
1: It's a, f- uh, com- the fluba is Manituba, a Flutinatuba, Yeah.
2: Manituba, sorry. Yeah. Um, so we don't
3: have another name, right?
1: Okay. No, <laughs> that, 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 that's, no. that's fine. Yeah. No. Uh, all right. Uh, Chris and Tim, what did you guys lock in with?
4: Yeah. So we had a similar conversation at first. Chris wondered if maybe it was actually called a toot. Um, But we locked (laughs) in with maybe the fluba is real, but it's not a flute and a tuba, but a flute and a bassoon.
1: Ah. Well. How are you going to do points here? (laughs) Yeah, that's good. That's going to be interesting because I don't think I can award any points here. Because and Tim and Chris were closer, but they had it backwards. It's not a flute and a tuba; it's a flugelhorn and a tuba that make up the fluba. Oh. Oh.
0: I have never heard so, of a flugelhorn. I have no idea what right. that
1: is. That that was a random thing that I came across, and I wanted to well, work it into so a trivia great. question now somehow, I'm have and that to
2: was give it. Abby fluba lessons when she was a kid. Right. You know, like so she's <laughs> the kid who plays the fluba. That's
1: right. Hey,
4: so. <laughs> So two things: I'm pretty sure a flugelhorn is mentioned in "How the Grinch Stole Christmas," and two, it looks it looks like the the instrument that revelry is played on in you know your stereotypical military movies. Oh yeah, it kind of does.
0: Okay, the fact that you know that from "Salute Your Shorts" and not any like really old. Oh my God! I think that's
3: what they played at the beginning hey. of "Salute Your Shorts" when they're what the they, play the and they raise the flag. Yeah. Re-
4: the I believe Respect. you are correct as well, there, uh, yeah.
1: Leah. Respect. Totes. I loved I love "Salute Your Shorts." Yeah, so. was so good.
2: that was that was Nickelodeon. Classic.
1: That's right. Yeah. All right. So, like I said, that I you know this is a little bit of an experimental free game. So uh, we'll see if the rest of the questions go any better. there's only five of these. So uh, the next one is. The CIA once had a program called Project Acoustic Puppy, w- in which they attempted to train dogs how to be spies. What <laughs> in the actual.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think Lee and I are, are locking in.
1: Yep. <laughs> okay, Nikki and Lee are locking in, Chris and Tim.
0: Okay, so...
4: We are all over the board on this one. (laughs) I had
0: something that that sounded familiar to me, and then Tim brought up a good point, because it wouldn't just be one thing that would be wrong in the question, it would be two things that would be wrong in the question. But I thought... But
4: that that was you had...
0: I I remember hearing something where one of the government operations were not messing with dogs, but were messing with dolphins.
4: But they wouldn't have called that acoustic puppy either, so... Both the puppy and the a, dog would be wrong. Maybe
0: acoustic porpoise, but yeah, then, then there's, it's not puppy, it's porpoise, and then dog is wrong, so I... Right. Um, And then I say to Tim, well, what if it's uh, Operation, or maybe it's Project... Something. Undercover Puppy? Undercover Puppy, that way the acronym is PUP.
4: Yeah, let's go with that. You want to do that? Sure, why not? Yeah.
1: Okay, so they're, you're locking in with that it's undercover project, undercover puppy instead of project acoustic puppy.
0: Yeah, we're saying the uh, acoustic is the part
1: that's wrong. Okay. Uh, Leah and Nikki.
2: Yeah, I mean we don't know. We just said yeah, we thought maybe <laughs> acoustic was wrong, and then fortunately, like all my mind is thinking of is Paw Patrol, so I can't <laughs> even like yep. function on this question. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's uh. I don't. I don't know if acoustic has anything to do with it. Yeah, we felt like acoustic. Acoustic would be weird for
3: the CIA wanting to turn dogs into spies. Why? What would that have to do with acoustic? So that's what we said.
1: Nope. Yeah. Nope. Uh, f- fair guesses. And I apologize to to Chris and Tim because you guys were on the right track. Uh, I guess it was. Uh, to me, the puppy and dogs were kind of two parts of the same thing being wrong. So I counted that as one thing. Uh. So if that steered you away from that answer, I apologize. Uh, either way, the uh, the actual project was called Project Acoustic Kitty, and they were training oh. cats how oh. to be spies.
4: Okay. Well, we were still cat wrong. Cat we just had the we originally had the right but, thing that was wrong.
1: Yeah. But you had, but you were you were on the right track. Yes. So that that actually cats does make, make sense because my
4: dogs spies. can't be quiet.
1: Uh, uh, yeah. that, right.
4: I Is want Abby to see Secret Agent did Kitty. Didn't they make a movie about that? I,
1: I think they did, now that you mentioned that.
4: What, wasn't that like the whole plot of Cats vs. Dogs was they were all spies? I Am I the only you... one who remembers the movie Cats vs. Dogs? It, it
0: sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. <laughs> don't, sorry,
1: I don't. <laughs>
2: Okay. I just I don't think cats would be very good spies. Uh, well, the
1: CIA didn't found that out very quickly either and that's why they uh scrapped the program fairly Dogs quickly. Dogs would make much better spies. It, yeah, cuz they are they are trainable. Cats are are not. <laughs> all right. You're But
2: not my dog. My Romeo would be a terrible spy. But... All right.
1: Your th- your third statement is this. A Japanese vegetable juice company invented a wearable robot called Olivan that helps marathon runners combat fatigue while feeding them olives. What? <laughs> There's parts of that that are true. Very- this this pregame was my was my way of trying to get these really really weird facts into a trivia game. So I apologize. Cuz right, I thought these were, were hilarious.
2: that a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah. A Japanese vegetable juice company invented a wearable robot called Olivan that helps marathon runners combat fatigue while feeding them olives. And I will say, I'll give you guys a little bit of a hint In kind of a similar vein to the last question. There's actually two things wrong with this question, but they're sort of related. Tim, you want to go with
4: that? Yeah, why not?
1: Yep, we'll uh, we'll lock in. All right, Tim and Chris are locked in. Lee and Nikki.
2: I mean, I don't
1: know. <laughs> my wife's ready to kill me.
2: <laughs> um, I mean, we were we were kind of going like uh, Japanese, but I mean, Japanese might be right because Japanese and robots kind of seem like that would go together. A wearable robot to me sounds realistic. <laughs> um, but the the vegetables and the olives thing seems a little off. So what do you think, yeah, like when Leah? I think of,
3: I, when I think of olives, I think of like Mediterranean. I don't think Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think so, maybe robots, like I don't think Mediterranean. So, like the Japanese no. the robots seem like they would fit more than the vegetable pieces.
2: So maybe just like a Japanese robotic company, and they feed them sushi. I mean,
3: <laughs> so so. Yeah, so maybe we'll say that the thing that's wrong is that it's n- not the olives? Or that it's not... And, not, and not, it's not a Japanese... It's
2: not a vegetable company, and they don't feed them olives. Yeah, that's what we'll go okay.
1: with. Okay. All right. Okay, so you're saying they don't feed them olives, and it's not a vegetable company. Or a vegetable juice company. Yes. Uh, Chris and Tim, what do you guys say?
4: So, I mean, we... we definitely locked in on this is probably something Japan would do um, wearable robots just seems right up their alley um, you know, going, going going back to what Chris was talking about earlier with Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman what the fuck Japan um, <laughs> <laughs> but we said that instead of olives it gave them water
1: okay so you're saying instead of olives, you gave them water. All right. Well, both teams are getting two points on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. they, it is correct that it, the there is a wearable robot. Uh, it was actually created by a vegetable juice company, but because I kind of probably confused you guys with the oh, there are two things wrong. I went ahead and give you because you got the olives part. Uh, but it actually feeds. It's actually called instead of Olivan. It's called tomatan, and it feeds them tomatoes. Tom- Leah, when you start Which running,
0: are, I'm going to buy you one of those. Okay.
1: Or, you won't or, and apparently those helps combat fatigue. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, two more of these and we get to the the game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> i tomato before my workout. Yeah, there you go. All right, your next statement. In an attempt to curb horse theft, some U.S. states have made it illegal to carry around carrots in your back pocket.
0: Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll lock in. All
1: right, Chris and Tim locked in. Nikki and Leah? Oh,
2: I, mean, I, I don't, even don't have know. The text anymore. Um, yeah, I don't even know if horses eat carrots. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't even know.
3: I kind of said, like, is do we think that it's the animal that's wrong? Or do we think it's the carrot part that's wrong? So then we were trying to decide if horses eat carrots. And what do horses eat? Like, it wouldn't be illegal to carry, like, hay in your back pocket. Cause yeah.
2: that, I mean, all of this is weird, but, um,
3: yeah, uh,
2: I don't, I don't. I mean, I just, you know, I mean, it's, I think it's gotta be probably the carrots part is wrong. Cause I just can't imagine it's illegal to anywhere to carry carrots.
3: And what other animals? Cause what if, what have... if it's
2: like just a snack for you? Like I like <laughs> carrots. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> so well, I could just carry a carrot I mean, it doesn't mean I'm trying to steal a horse. So I don't know.
3: Like, what states would you like steal horses? Like, I mean, I assume Mon- like,
2: Montana yeah, or those Oklahoma. Kind of middle,
3: kind of. So, do you just want to
2: say the carrots is wrong? Yeah, fine. Carrots the is ca- wrong. Carrots you're is you're wrong. not allowed to carry horse oats in your pocket. Yeah. Yep.
3: Horse oats. Okay.
1: So, so, you guys are locking in with it's the carrot that's wrong and it should be horse oats. Yes. Sure. Okay. And Chris and Tim, what'd you guys lock in with?
4: Uh we went with uh instead of US states, this sounds like a Canadian thing. Uh, so we <laughs> said uh like Canadian provinces. Bandit. <laughs> I
2: didn't
1: even think about that. <laughs> okay. Also I uh, looked
4: up the tomaton and
1: <laughs> No, I had, I I, was, I actually didn't Whoa. even look it up. I probably should have.
3: That's hilarious. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh! She showed just showed a picture of it. That's great. We we, we probably need to post that with this episode or something like that. No, nope, working on it right now. All <laughs> right, all right. The trivia question uh, in, of the in, day.
3: What is this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the meantime, the girls are taking the lead. Really? It was, in fact, it was, in fact, the carrots part that is incorrect. And I did look this up, and this is absolutely a law in Alabama, among other states. <laughs> it is illegal to carry around ice cream cones in your back pocket what? because horses will follow you if you have an ice cream cone in your back pocket up fun fact, well, I mean, so will Leah's
2: your jeans either. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. just like a fashion faux that's
1: right, that's a very good point
3: yes. watch out when you're in Alabama you better eat that cone in my head, in my Store head, it. this is
0: how Karen met Tim just throwing that out there <laughs> like, <"Here> you go. <laughs> she was just walking around she had two ice cream cones, she put one in her back pocket Tim saw, he's like yeah she had me hooked. <laughs> I will neither yep. confirm nor deny that
3: story. Wow. Hope
2: you didn't have any horses.
1: Well, hope you weren't in Alabama. <laughs> All right, final question of the game round. You would have to stack almost 10 Empire State buildings on top of each other to reach the bottom of the Marianas Trench. Yeah, we'll lock in. All right, Chris and Tim are locked in. Ladies, talk it out.
3: Um, So, what I know about the Mariana's Trench, if that's even what it's called, Mariana Trench, Mariana's Trench, whatever it's called, is that it's like the deepest part of the ocean ever. And um, I think only a handful of people have ever really seen it, and one of them is James Cameron. Um, So, that's what I got. So, we were thinking it would probably be more than 10 Empire State Buildings. Yeah.
1: Okay, so you're locking with more than ten Empire State Buildings? Yeah, that's the, the ten part to... was
3: right. Or the you ten part saying... was wrong. Yeah. Okay, so
1: what what do you do you have any guesses to what the ten part should be?
3: A hundred. I, mean, how... I don't know. Yeah, there
1: you go. <laughs> hundred. There you go. Okay. And Chris and Tim? Uh, we said the same thing. Uh
0: I've seen the documentary where James Cameron puts his whole life at risk to go to the bottom. Of Challenger Deep in the Mariana's Trench. Uh it's gotta be more than ten. I we
1: clocked it in at forty,
0: but uh I mean really I, I, there's no guessing. If it's thirty nine, I'm
1: gonna be pissed. <laughs> nah, no, it's uh, th- this one was one that you you pretty much had to know exact, but uh both both teams getting two points on this one. It's actually not ten Empire State buildings, it's twenty five. Twenty five oh. Empire. State.
0: No, Tim, you were right. It was definitely less than 40. I was close.
4: I you said were. twenty. You
1: did it was way less than a hundred, so you guys were closer to Yeah. I don't but really know how big how big is the Empire State Building. the Empire State Building is something. Uh, I looked at I, it was it was part of this factoid, but uh, the Marianas Trench I believe is something like thirty two thousand feet deep, and so whatever that divided by twenty five is, so it's something like fifteen hundred is the size of the Empire State Building. <laughs> All right, so after that pregame. Which could also be titled, Mike attempts to squeeze these random fun facts that he (laughs) discovered into a trivia game. Uh, We have a score of the uh, uh, ladies with six and the gentlemen with four, which means that to the victors are going the spoils in choosing the first category of the first round. Uh, And hopefully this will be a little uh, in your guys' wheelhouse. Uh, The... Overall category for the first round is award winners, in the spirit of the Oscars that just happened recently. All
3: right.
1: And your categories to choose from are the Grammys, the Golden Globes, the Pulitzer Prize, and the Emmys.
2: All right. Well, you want to try Golden Globes?
3: That's yeah. Let's do Golden fun. Globes. That's the one All that right. they get boozy at the table, so it's usually a little yeah. bit more fun.
2: So it's, it's oh, the it's the fun it's, the fun it's the it. fun one. It's it's the
1: it's the raunchy one. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. All right. You have selected the question that was the reason that I put this round first before I had too much to drink, because the question is for the Golden Globes. Before Borat's subsequent movie film, Delivery of Prodigious Bribe to American Regime for Make Benefit Once Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan won Best Picture, Musical or Comedy, at the Golden Globes this past year, what was the only other sequel that had earned this honor, winning in 2000?
3: go back so we're looking for a movie yeah. sequel in 2000 is what I'm yeah like okay at. well um, the oscar popular.
2: winner for best picture in 2000 was gladiator. gladiator but obviously that's not a sequel but the golden globe is not always the best it's not always the same one because they also have two categories they have mu- they also have like musical comedy and drama
3: could it have been a disney movie sequel no like toy story i don't think it would have won
2: bet i don't think it would have won for the best one because like an animated film wouldn't have won Best Picture. Yeah,
3: that's true. Because
2: it is something that won. It could have been a musical comedy because they have two categories.
3: Right. Yeah. But, like,
2: yeah. yeah. And it probably was because I'm assuming Gladiator also probably won the Golden Globe. Um. So it's probably a comedy of some sort. So a sequel comedy in 2000. It's all before, like, that would have gotten Dodge nominated. Like would have been a good. Uh, uh it's it could be some kind of action flick too that I've never seen. Um, like a funny one, like Rush
3: Hour Two. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Lethal Weapon maybe it, Four. Because <laughs> it could have been like 2000? a third or fourth. Probably.
2: I mean, it wouldn't have been like a lethal weapon or anything. It's two thousand. It's a little late for that. Um, I don't know. I'm sorry, I can't so, get there. Yeah,
3: can, What do you want to say as our as our not correct guess?
2: I don't. Um. You want it? We can go with Shrek. That's fine. Shrek two. Shrek two.
1: And now here comes the pain. I'm so sorry, I know, guys. I know. I am gonna know it. So. Leah, you had it. Yeah, Leah said it. It was. It was thought, Toy Story. It was, was Toy, Toy, it? Toy Story oh. two. Was it? Yeah. It was Toy Story two. I didn't think it. Yep. It won. Yep. It, yeah. It won. Uh, and this this was for the year 1999. So American Beauty was actually the the. the
3: <laughs> i agree well i haven't seen the fourth and, one
1: and chris looking at it we were we on the right before. track though
4: because that was the year of austin powers 2 which is what we uh, were thinking it yeah. might have been
2: that would have so been a the, good guess for some reason like american pie kept sticking my mind. like no it's not american Pie. Like, why
1: would the, a sequel to that be, right yeah the uh as far as austin powers uh two goes the easy way to remember that one is that the preview for austin powers 2 was uh, if you see one movie this summer, see Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. But if you see two movies this summer, see Austin <laughs> Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me.
3: The Spy Who Shagged Me was the best uh, out of all of oh, them. It Lord. was,
0: and that was it because was. of Heather Graham. Oh, and Seth
3: Green. Oh, crap. Well, I mean, he was in all
1: <laughs> of
0: them, but. Oh, Roller yeah, Girl does it for me. All right, Mike, let's go.
1: All right, uh, gentlemen. Uh, among the categories you have left are the Grammys, the Pulitzer Prize, and the Emmys in yeah. award winners.
0: We're going to take the Emmys.
1: Yeah, we'll go with that. Taking the Emmys. All right. Your question is, with 44 as of 2021, this year, what television show has won the most primetime Emmys? SNL?
4: So SNL would be an option. Um, I would also say something like 60 Minutes. Okay. Or 2020.
0: The, re- the reason I go SNL is I think, like, 44 is a lot. So it's got to be something that's going to be, to me, available in multiple categories. So SNL, you have the comedy series category. You've got lead actor and lead actress categories in the comedy. But you also have guest star.
4: Yeah. Um, and and you could also do, like, musical performance and yeah. stuff like that. Um, the only reason I was leaning towards something newsy is because if you're good at it, you kind of dominate. So you could win like every year.
0: So 60 Minutes, 2020 Dateline.
4: Something along those lines. I'm not sure which. But I don't hate the SNL guests either. Hold
0: on. Mike, did you say primetime Emmys or Emmys as a whole? I said primetime Emmys. Okay. Alright, so like the soap operas are out. The daytime television are out.
4: Right, right.
0: Um, um, I don't think there's any way it's a late-night show unless it's SNL, because SNL's been on since the 60s.
4: Right, S- uh, 70s, but yeah. Oh, um, sorry. You're right, you're right. Yeah, because they'll be coming up on their uh, 50th anniversary here in the next few years.
0: Yeah. Um, so that means that, that still seems like a lot over 50 years.
4: Yeah, but like if even if it's just like sketch comedy or something like that, you know, I don't know all those little categories
0: because they could win it for writing. There's a lot they could win. I I like the answer of SNL. I don't know that we're going to have a better answer.
4: All right, let's go with it.
1: Yeah, we'll go Saturday Night Live. Gentlemen have locked in with Saturday Night Live. And that is a correct answer. Well done, well done. Yeah, started in uh, right. October 1975, I believe. Oh, so. wow. And that is crazy to think that it is coming up on 50 years, but yeah.
4: Wow.
0: But only like Some of those 35 years are since good. it's been funny, so.
1: Right.
4: <laughs> exactly. Good call, Chris. Good good job talking me out of that one.
1: <laughs> well done. All right, ladies, I know you're excited about your yeah. last two categories. You get to choose between the Grammys and the Pulitzer Prize.
3: But yeah. Do you feel better with eat.
2: books or movies? I mean, books or music. I, w- I, I would say, let's go for music. Maybe. Yeah. I don't get lucky. We're going to go Grammys.
1: The Grammys. Sticking the gentleman with the books. I think I you might find that was a wise decision. Super. <laughs> the first time the Grammys awarded Album of the Year to a Black artist, it was for Inner Visions, which was a visionary 1973 work by what legend?
3: Okay. So... Did you say black woman or black artist?
1: I, I said black artist.
3: artist. Artist, okay. Okay, so black artists from the seventies. Yeah. So Aretha. Aretha. Are- was she around? Um. A Jackson. Yeah. A Bobby Brown. Um. Uh, Morven Gay.
2: Yeah. What was the name of the? You said the.
1: The. The the album. Yeah. The album was called Inner Visions.
2: Inner Visions. Diana Ross. I mean that she would have been more of the '60s. Okay. Um. What about any of those other
3: people? When were they famous?
2: I mean that's the thing is I I have a hard time this is, I have so much trouble with the 70s like I, I
3: yeah I have no idea if anyone I named was even if they were alive if they're de- if they were I mean, dead mean they I the don't yeah, like
2: uh-huh. the 60s the 50s I sort of have a little bit more of a handle on but like the 70s I don't know Are you leaning more towards up I don't know who was doing what in the 70s like inner, inner visions female or male I mean I don't know why but I feel like maybe a woman won it yeah i just feel like maybe they did so i would say i mean like etta james aretha franklin one of those might be a good guess i mean i don't i don't know if it's the right time period yeah to be i do no but...
3: either so you want to go with Aref- aretha i can't even say sure that.
2: You yeah, say we'll go with aretha franklin there
1: you go all right they've locked in with aretha franklin uh the, I, I tried to hit the vision thing twice in the question. One oh. with the album one with the album title and one with visionary uh, uh Ray it was Ray it No, was it was the the, the the other blind oh. the, other, the other blind uh, uh Ray famous Charles black artist. It was it was Stevie Wonder. Stevie, Stevie Wonder Stevie Wonder. And the the and Incidentally, the second award-winning uh album of the year by a black artist was also Stevie Wonder the following year. He had a hell of a run in the mid 70s. So sorry, sorry Leah, I'm I no, am i done
3: was No, I was I did I was even thinking I was like, why did he even give us the title of the album? This title means nothing. No. <laughs> I was like, this isn't even a good clue and apparently it <laughs> was. So
1: all right gentlemen uh that means that the Pulitzer prize question i know you're excited has fallen to you This is great
4: because i can't even remember if Pulitzer is just for books or if journalism counts
1: too Well Don't hopefully i Don't think the him. i think the actual question will at least clarify that for you uh the question is What author was the first woman to be awarded the Pulitzer Prize for Fiction for her 1920 novel, The Age of Innocence?
4: Okay, my first thought goes to Agatha Christie. Uh, I don't know if that's right. I don't know if she wrote Age of Innocence. Uh, You said 1920? Uh,
1: 1920, yep.
4: Okay, so this this would be before Anne Frank.
1: Yeah, it
0: seems a little early, but I guess Mary Shelley's late 1800s, so it's not obviously not her Pulitzer Prize for fiction. That, that that seems early for er, sorry late for Agatha Christie, but maybe I'm wrong. Who wrote um? Did, hold on, is she the one that wrote Death on the Nile and uh, uh Murder on the Orient Express?
4: That's who I associate with, but I could be completely wrong okay
0: that time if that's the, if that's who it is, and that timetable adds up i I'm a world renowned chauvinist, so i don't know I didn't know women could write I, I had no idea
4: <laughs> yeah no, let's, um
0: let's go with that. I have nothing better,
4: sure, and you mentioned Mary Shelley. I always like to plug this one. Fun fact is I am actually related to the scientists widely believed to have inspired the story of frankenstein
0: whoa
4: yeah
1: interesting uh, so huh.
4: since you brought that up Johann <laughs> conrad dippel it was an anatomist and an alchemist and was rumored to be experimenting with transferring the souls from one cadaver to another whoa uh-huh <laughs> but yeah i i'm good with agatha christie yeah that's that's the only female author from like pre-world war ii that i could come up
1: with period i'm
0: the timetable for those two sounds right so let's go with it Uh, agatha christie yeah
1: all right the guys have locked in with agatha christie and my wife is burying her head in her hands because she's going i knew this one uh yeah this basically boiled down to who wrote the age of innocence um and the correct answer, and and this wasn't a situation of this award existed for forever before a woman won it. She was actually the third ever recipient of it, so it wasn't a super long time. Uh, the correct answer is Edith Wharton was her name. Edith Wharton. Nope, would never have come up with that.
2: <laughs> I only knew because I had seen the movie, the with, movie with yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. So I remember right. that. I remember hearing the name Edith Wharton from that.
0: But we kept we kept
1: the points away from them though. That's a win. <clears throat> <laughs> as Nikki downs, the rest of her drink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All for right. Books. All right. We're going to move into round two. Our current scores. That was, that was a little bit of a rough one, but the guys did get one correct and pulled ahead of the ladies. This current score is 14 to six and we're heading into round two, which uh, is just titled fun Fact." And I hope that that turns out to be true. Uh, Gentlemen, since you are in the lead and also since the ladies picked first last time, this is another round where we're going to alternate categories. So you get your first choice among these categories. The categories are money, 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 or just money, money, Um, anatomical food, toys, and space.
0: All right, Tim, what do you feel good about there?
4: I don't feel great about any of them. I probably feel best about toys.
0: I don't feel great about any of them. Uh, Leah, uh, if it's a certain subset of space, Leah is really good at it. Uh, but the stuff that she's going to be good at there, I'm not necessarily going to be a match on. So I say we just let them take that one because they're going to. Let's go with toys. I've played with toys before. I've got some Funko Pops around here somewhere. Oh, wait. There they are. And there's some more. Yeah,
4: I've
1: got a bunch of them right here. So let's go with toys. (laughs) Yeah, toys works. All right. The gentlemen are going with toys. Your question. With a name coming from the Danish term for play well, what company is actually the world's largest tire manufacturer by units produced? Okay. So
4: until they said tire manufacturer, I'm pretty sure... This is right off the bat. I thought this was Lego. Yeah. Um, but then they said the tire manufacturer and now Be- I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure play. Well is Lego with all the um, toy
0: sets they make that include tires. I, Lego is the first thing that came to mind. I've heard the fact that Lego is the largest tire manufacturer and I'm.
4: Okay. And the rest of it fit Lego for me. Cause I was okay. pretty sure I had heard that Lego meant play well in Danish. Yep. Um, so yeah, let's lock in with uh, Lego.
1: Let's do it. With their powers combined. The correct answer is Lego, nicely done gentlemen. Boom. I literally just learned that today as I was writing this game, so I thought that was really cool. But well done. Well I done. Watch,
4: I watch shows like Lego Masters, so stuff like that makes uh, rings a <laughs> bell for me.
1: Gotcha. Cool. All right, ladies, you have to choose between money. Anatomical food and space,
2: um well, I don't know what I don't know about money. <laughs> um I know how to spend it. That's like it um <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, ow, I just bit my tongue <laughs> ow. um
2: I don't know what do you think, Leah? you wanna do space or do you wanna try the food? What do you
3: think I guess might we might as well try space. We'll see okay.
1: Told you. All right. All right. The ladies have selected space. Your question is, Tampa residents might be surprised to learn that Olympus Mons, the tallest mountain in the no universe, is actually on this planet and not Venus.
0: I'd like to rebound.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, tallest mountain. I'm going to... I mean, so... I think the problem here is that there are gassy planets <laughs> and there are more <laughs> solid planets. Yeah. So, I would think that a gassy planet probably doesn't have What is this? Did you say a mountain or a crater? What did you say? What did you say it was? you said it was a mountain.
1: Uh, Olympus Mons is the tallest mountain in the known universe.
3: Mountain. Okay. So, I'm thinking gassy planets are probably not mountainous. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm also thinking the p- things that are really really far away, we probably don't have as much
2: info on. Um so he says I mean, not, not Venus, not Venus. Is it one of the biggest like the big what's the biggest planet? Jupiter that gassy or not gassy (laughs) (laughs) Um,
3: and i know that we know a lot about mars yeah i just i'm just thinking about the movie the martian and i don't remember there being mountainous stuff there is this a trick question is this really like earth well i mean because he's he said is
2: we we surprised that it's not in venus so i'm thinking it I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's maybe it's on Earth. What's the where is it? Well, I don't know so where this I'm is. thinking. I've heard, I've, and I should have paid. It, I have a problem paying
3: attention to details, but I do remember when I was researching the tallest mountains on Earth. There was like a some stupid article that was like, you think that Mount Everest is the tallest mountain on Earth, but it's really this, and it's because it's like an underwater mountain or something. Mm-hmm. Like the way a mountain would be defined, it's actually like underwater. Um, but I have no idea if that's like because over- I didn't I didn't care enough to research it. Um, mm-hmm. But if I'm thinking if it's not Earth, I would be inclined to say like either Jupiter because that's the biggest planet, so it makes sense that it would have the biggest mountain. Um, I'm not thinking Saturn just because I feel like it is gassy because of the rings and stuff. That like mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of, like, I'm thinking of, like, pictures I've seen of the surfaces of different planets, and I know the only one we've kind of, like, explored the most of is Mars.
2: Right. I just don't know how, like, we've gone, like, I mean, how did we measure these mountains if it's not on Earth? Like, oh, that's a, that's a very good <laughs> like, point. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if we're not, like, walking along these planets, how do we know if it's the biggest mountain? Yeah. So it's got to be on Earth. Like, I don't think we can walk it around space, like, measuring it Or, mountains. yeah. Or... I mean, I guess you can use satellites, but. True.
3: I don't know. And he I just mean, said it wasn't on technology.
2: Venus. So do you want to just go with Earth? Because it, be, it could also
3: be, like, the legal name of a mountain that we know about. What does that have to do with TAMP residents? I'm very confused. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Oh, oh, because of, like, Mons Venus, the um, strip uh, club. Oh, uh. oh. I'm pointing this way, like, as if it's like, oh, it's over there in Tampa. Yeah, it like, knows
0: exactly where Mons Venus is. Uh,
3: well, I <laughs> went to college in downtown Tampa, so we were very familiar with the strip clubs. Um, okay, so die. what do we want to go like, with? Do we want to go with Mars? Do we want to go with Jupiter? Do we want to go with Earth? All
2: right, you want to go with Jupiter? Sure. Let's go Jupiter. Sure. Hey, it's Jupiter.
1: All right. The ladies have locked in with Jupiter. <laughs> I, I, a planet doesn't have a center. Really? It's a gas I literally wrote there, this question there, to get the there is no, ground, no actual,
0: There's no think. ground in Jupiter.
1: Oh, Jupiter's a gassy um, one. Yeah, Ju- Jupiter's a gas. Uh, Jupiter is a gas yeah, giant. Oh no, no, that's a yeah. You know, uh, the correct the correct answer is Mars.
2: Mm-hmm. oh Okay, sorry, no. Leo. We,
1: but but no, I, I I literally wrote this question to get the the Mons Venus reference for Tampa into a question. All right. Gentlemen, you have to choose between money and anatomical food. Yes.
4: Money could be very wide, but I'm more knowledgeable on it. Anatomical food, I feel like there's only so much that it could be.
0: Yeah, but I feel like it's going to be more of a nation. They didn't say what part of the anatomy.
4: Yeah, I mean, whichever one you feel like.
0: I feel better about money, but that's me.
4: Okay, let's go
1: money. The gentlemen are going with money. Your question. You probably know that the U.S. gold depository is in Fort Knox. But where is the U.S. silver depository?
4: I know I've heard this one before.
1: Is it not in Fort Knox?
4: I don't I don't think so.
0: Could it be Fort Collins?
4: Fort Collins is what, Colorado? Colorado. So right off the bat, the Two, like, treasury printing places are Denver and Philadelphia. Like, that's where money is printed.
0: Like, my only thought was uh, silver mining in the Rocky Mountains, you'd want to keep that somewhat close. Uh, And I know that the Rocky Mountains are when it comes to secure locations from natural disasters, it's going to be one of the best places you can be.
4: Okay. I mean, I'm good with that guess, because that would go along with why the printing happens in Denver. You know, keep it close to there. Uh, we could go with Fort Collins.
0: So it wouldn't be D.C., right? It wouldn't be like the U.S. Mint in DC. I don't
4: think so. I think they probably keep it away from there for a reason. Yeah.
0: I'm just going like Colorado is central U S it's.
4: Yeah. I, I like Fort Collins. We can yeah. go with that one.
0: We'll go Fort Collins.
1: Locking with Fort Collins. Uh, I like, I like a lot of your guys logic. Uh, also the silver bullet beer is made there. uh, <laughs> Which is what popped into my head. but unfortunately, all of that. Uh, while it would lead you to Colorado, it's not uh, the correct answer. Uh, Benedict Arnold definitely know this. Knows this one. Uh, it is West Point. Uh.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah, and I think I have heard silver... that. I just would not have
1: gotten there. Yeah, no, but it, yeah, it's another military installation. It's in West Point. But no, I really, I actually really like your like the way you guys logic there. But unfortunately, it's an incorrect answer, and it does leave the ladies, I know they're excited, with anatomical food. We're not even sure what that means. I I almost just called this category food. I don't even know why I left it as anatomical food, but I did, and the reason is, is because this is the question. The Aztecs called this fruit aguacatl, which translates to testicle, due to its shape and the fact that it grows in pairs. What fruit is it? (laughs)
2: So it grows in pairs.
1: It grows in pairs. Okay. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. Which is
1: which is why it has it translates to the Aztec word for testicle.
2: Right. So not a
3: banana, not a what's a pear? Like like.
2: Yeah, I don't know what grows. I'm trying to think like what grows. And in, in pears, like what's what's a fruit that's like? Because I'm fruits. thinking,
3: like, yeah, because like what grows on a tree that's not in a pear, so that would be like apples and oranges and tangerines. And as az- where are our Aztecs? Do we know where Aztecs are? Are they Mexico?
2: Uh, I believe so.
3: I don't know. So I'm thinking it's got to be a warmer climate fruit that doesn't. I mean, grow could it be like an avocado? I know avocados grow on trees I'm just thinking would this be a fruit That grows on a tree but is like Shared on a stem Like I don't know
2: Coconut I mean it is a nut Text Text. (laughs) Testicle nut I mean coconut Um (laughs) Um It's the pear thing that's driving me crazy Because I just don't know what grows in two I don't I mean, the only fruit that I know of that has, like, a bunch of something are grapes. You know, those have multiples. Like, you get a yeah. bunch of grapes, but I don't... That's not pears. I mean, they're little round balls, so it could be grapes, but...
3: Sad little grapes.
2: I don't know if it... I th- I mean, for some reason, avocado is the only thing that's coming okay. to my mind. But I love avocado. I don't avocado. know if that's at all right. I don't... I don't... I don't have a really, really reason why why so
3: okay i'm fine with going
2: avocado all right avocado
1: and the ladies have locked in with avocado and i was a little concerned that the the pronunciation because i i had never actually read it out loud (laughs) until just now and as i was reading i was like this might be a little too much of a giveaway, but yeah, ahuacatl does sound very similar to avocado. So I was afraid that was going to give it That's away, total gift. but you guys got there anyway. Got uh, well done. Ladies pick up 10 points. The nice. correct answer is avocado. Oh, yes. good job, Nikki. All righty. Nope. Well, well done going into halftime. Uh, the uh, the ladies, that was a big, that was a big pickup for you guys because the score going into your halftime question is the boys have twenty four, and the girls have sixteen. So, uh, sorry, I I always swear that I don't feel like games are tough, and then they become tough. I so I apologize. You
0: just forget but, how dumb we are. It's all it is. <laughs>
1: the, the, the the halftime question. I hope I hope will be fun. I I found this to be fun. I don't necessarily consider it. Easy per se, but I think it's fun. It, it leads to some fun discussions. So uh,
2: at least pre-game. I hope, I hope
1: it will, because I just, I found this very <laughs> interesting. Your halftime question, your category is code names. So I'm out. The,
3: <laughs>
1: so the first code name ever given to a president by the secret service was general. And it was given to Harry S. Truman. Since then, every president and their families have been given code names. I'm going to give you a list of eight code names, and eight presidents or their family members. And for five points each, I want you to match the code name to the person. So sorry, you guys might need to write all these down.. Yeah. So first of all, the people are John F. Kennedy. Richard Nixon, Ronald Reagan, Barbara Bush, Hillary Clinton, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, and Donald Trump.
3: You couldn't ask us what if these were the codenames for West Wing characters because I know three of them off the top of my head.
1: I, that's awesome. I actually couldn't tell you the names of any of those, but I'm sure they came up in the show, but I just, I don't, I wouldn't remember them. (laughs) All right. Your, your code names, if you're ready, the code names are Rawhide Lancer Renegade Evergreen Mogul Tranquility searchlight and trailblazer
3: are these kentucky derby horses that you're naming <laughs> <is? laughs>
1: that would be appropriate given that we're recording this on derby day yes. but and while you guys are discussing those i have another beer that i popped open a little bit ago that i will talk up for a minute uh this is a beer that nikki picked up for me from aldi uh love aldi yeah this is a very, this is actually a very good IPA. It's from the Wild Range Brewing Company. They are out of Rochester, New York. Uh, very close friend of mine went to University of Rochester, so, uh, but I never did make it up there. But it's actually a very good IPA. It's from the Wild Range Brewing Company. It's just called the IPA, but it's really, really good. What does it say? It says there's there's writing on it too. It's it's a picture of it looks like a circus ringmaster with a wolf balanced on each arm. So, that's the picture. Cool. It says, don't you dare miss it. Mr. Wolf and his semi-trained carnivores will be at the fire pit at midnight.
4: I would like to contest the word fun used for this round. <laughs> ha ha ha.
1: Yeah, we've established that my idea of fun is probably not the same as a lot of people's.
0: <laughs> I just feel bad whenever you tell Nikki you're going to have a fun
4: time and it ends up being this.
1: <laughs> so does she. All
4: right, we'll go ahead and lock in.
1: All righty, Tim and Chris are locked in. Ladies, feel free to talk it out.
2: <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, so... There were some the only one, the him. only, the only one I was pretty sure about was Renegade. I'm pretty sure that's Obama. I feel like I remember Michelle Obama mentioning that in her book that he was Renegade. Yeah. Um. So that rang a bell.
3: And then I said uh, maybe mogul for Donald Trump just because he's like the business mogul. So yeah, it makes sense that that would be his nickname.
2: Right. Um we were a little stuck on GW cause it's like trailblazer makes sense. Cause it's Texas, but rawhide kind of makes sense. Um, uh, you know, we were thinking like tranquility or like searchlight was more feminine. So maybe Barbara Bush would be tranquility, but I'm also, I'm also like, I'm also kind of thinking like tranquility is kind of a, it's kind of like a 60s thing though would that be more like nixon or jfk now that i'm thinking about it i
3: don't think of either of those two as tranquil
2: (laughs) yeah true um i I think i think tranquility works for barbara bush because i don't know anything better yeah
3: (laughs) um okay so we're we're definitely locking in with obama for renegade trump for mogul bush tranquility um, I think we should just go ever, Trailblazer for George W. because that was the original thing you said.
2: All right, it so we'll go sense. George W. for Trailblazer, um,
3: and then I want to do ever, Reagan for Rawhide because for some reason f- that westerny kind of thing stuck with me. Yeah, for both, so.
2: Okay, so we'll do rawhide for Reagan. Um, What about we're stuck with evergreen,
3: evergreen, and and searchlight, and searchlight. And then I liked what you said. Searchlight would be funny for Nixon because given Watergate,
2: Um, (laughs) I just always think of the scene in uh, Forrest Gump where he sees all the flashlights.
3: flashlights. I kind of like that too. (laughs) I mean, it makes sense because you know. I mean, it doesn't make sense because I'm assuming this nickname was already given to him prior to.
2: Right, get, but, but I don't really funny. have any better guesses. So we can put searchlight for Nixon, sure. <laughs> so searchlight Nixon. All right. So then we have Lancer and Evergreen. Evergreen. I don't really know what Lancer. I don't is. know what that e- is either. I'm thinking like lancing like isn't that
3: like a sport or something I'm picturing like um on guard or whatever they say like when they poke each other with a stick. That's lancing, but I don't think that's what lancing is. Yeah. Um. uh, What's the thing? Touche. The touche is from that thing. That's (laughs) Chris's expression
1: (laughs) right now. Oh my God. (laughs) Sorry.
3: Okay. Um. (laughs) Evergreen. I don't know what evergreen is. Is there like an evergreen state, and that's what state these people were from, and that's why it would have been. Well, I was I was
2: thinking that too, but like I mean, we have JFK left. I mean, he's he's from Boston or Massachusetts area. I don't really know if like, I mean, lancer sounds like
3: more of a pretentious green.
2: word. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know what lancer means. To be no, I don't know either. So, which one do you um, feel
3: better with, evergreen or lancer for Clinton? Hmm.
2: Do you know where? Do you remember where? I don't remember exactly where Hillary's from. I feel bad. I, don't know. Um, I know Bill's from. Arkansas. I know Clinton's. Bill's from Arkansas, but I don't know. Did they meet in college, like in
3: the New England area, because that's where a lot of them go to school, like Harvard? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I think
2: they. I think they met in school, but I don't. I didn't. Didn't Clinton go to Yale? I don't. Probably. I don't, no, I can't. I don't think he did. I don't remember. I don't know if he went to like a real bigwig school, but. Um. Cause I don't know. Let's go with I guess Evergreen for JFK and Lancer for Hillary. I don't know why. Okay. And then we're
3: gonna lock in with um, Princeton for Sam Seaborn, Bookbag for Zoe Bartlett, and Flamingo for C.J. Craig for bonus points.
2: There you go.
1: Bookbag totally rings a bell, but I wouldn't have been able to pull up the other two. Gentlemen. Okay, so. um, I hope you wrote
4: down our answers because I did not. This was. I did. Okay, Mike, you are never invited over if this is your definition of fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've been to his wedding. This is his definition of fun.
4: Okay. (laughs) uh, So, right off the bat, we had Mogul for Trump. That one made the most sense. Yes. Uh, And we had JFK for Tranquility, Sea of Tranquility, Man on the Moon, you know, that type of thing.
0: We had the same logic for Reagan as Rawhide because he was a Western actor.
4: Yeah, yeah. So, so we went with Rawhide for Reagan. Nixon was—you said North California, I feel, Pacific I f- I feel Northwest like Nixon, type.
0: He's the most to Pacific Northwest. I'm pretty sure he's a Calif- He was from California. Um, so although that's that why is, we
4: had Evergreen for him because yeah, I associate the Evergreens but... with the Pacific Northwest.
0: Yep. Uh, I wish I had known what you guys knew about uh, Obama, but I didn't know that.
4: Uh, Well, even that was a guess anyway, but we went with Trailblazer for Obama, you know, first black president blazing trails, that type of thing. Uh, Barbara Bush, you said Searchlight because George H.W. was a fighter pilot. Yeah. Kind of a guide your way home type thing.
0: That's the closest and- to logic I could get on that one
4: yeah and then we had lancer for hrc uh for hillary clinton because we didn't have any other options and renegade kind of felt like the nickname that george w bush would give himself um <laughs> so yeah so we got jfk tranquility nixon evergreen reagan rawhide barbara bush searchlight hrc is lancer W is renegade Barack Obama is trailblazer and Trump is mogul
1: all righty this uh turned this turned into a little bit of a separation round uh I will say one team fell for my uh my bait and switch with trailblazer um so uh just to recap though the guys had uh well So okay we'll we'll go through one at a time and we'll recap what everybody had and I'll tell you what the correct answer is. For Rawhide, the guys and girls both had Ronald Reagan, and they were both correct. That is 100% Ronald Reagan. Uh, For Lancer, the guys and girls both locked in with Hillary Clinton. Lancer, to me, is the funniest one. Because when you think of Lancer and you think of lancing somebody, you think of poking them with the stick like John F. Kennedy might have been inclined to do with a bunch of ladies. So... (laughs) That was absolutely Whoa. giant energy. Okay.
4: Also, Leah, you were thinking around. of fencing. Yeah, fencing. Yeah. fencing! But you still
3: put one yeah. with wow. a stick and lancing apparently, too. So I thought you were that, thinking that, of jousting. That's the one on the
1: horse. Uh, yeah, Lance, a yeah, very large stick. But yeah. I actually almost went with JFK uh. for
2: Lancer because I was like, it sounds like Lancelot, and I kept thinking, like, Camelot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, d- I didn't even think about that, but that's actually a very good point. So, yeah. Renegade, ladies locked in with Obama, gentlemen locked in with W. It was, in fact, uh, Barack Obama. That was a good pull. Uh, For Evergreen, the gentleman locked in with Nixon, the ladies locked in with John F. Kennedy, that was, in fact, Hillary Clinton. We were close. Mo- Mogul was kind of the gimme. You guys both locked in with Trump. Trump was definitely the correct answer. Tranquility, the guys said JFK, the lady said Barbara Bush. Tranquility was Barbara Bush because she's a very tranquil person. Yay. Uh Searchlight was probably the other funniest one because the guys locked in with Barbara Bush, but yeah, it was absolutely Richard Nixon. No, <laughs>
3: oh, we <laughs> were so close. No, we got yeah, No, we you did. guys got yeah. that one. That's what we lady, ladies got, in got with. that one.
2: Awesome. Yeah, the searchlight, remember? We thought that the,
1: was funny. <laughs> the the ladies locked that one. And and as I alluded to, uh, Trailblazer was kind of my I, I threw that in there because I had a feeling that one, if not both teams, would, you know, go for Obama on that one because I was surprised that that was not his name. It was actually George W. Bush's name. His original Secret Service code name was Tumblr, and he requested that that be changed. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we we were actually debating on Trailblazer between Hillary and Obama.
1: Yeah, uh, neither
0: one was right. How is Tranquility not JFK? Like that's the most.
1: Because the Sea of Tranquility wasn't, I don't know when it was named, but they didn't land on it until yeah. six years after yeah. JFK died. After I know.
0: I, f- I figured they picked it and named it Tranquility Base after him after he was assassinated. That
1: actually makes a lot of sense. That's a good point. Oh,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> that is a very good point. But uh, after that halftime round, I have the guys picking up 10 points and the girls picking up 30. Jeez.
3: How many points was that worth? Good lord.
1: Each each one was worth five points. And you guys got six right. You only flip-flopped Hillary and JFK. So,
4: Wow.
1: Good job. So that was really well done, ladies. And and that will give you guys first crack at choosing the category in round three. Your round three uh, overall theme is the United States. Each answer to these questions will be a state of the United States. Hmm. Your categories are maybe because sexism, probably because racism, state capitals, and political violence.
2: Oh, this is a fun. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm depressed. laughs> I don't know, maybe sexism or. Yeah. Capitals. <laughs> I was just <laughs> thinking that too. So let, let's do, let's, we'll just do sexism. All right. Maybe sexism.
1: All right. The ladies are going, maybe because sexism. Maybe not. I don't know. Your question is perhaps surprisingly, what is the only state that has never elected a woman to Congress?
2: So, what state has not elected? So, what
1: was it? Ha- what, what? What is the only state that has never elected a woman to Congress? There, and I, I, am, I am including both houses of Congress in this one. Okay. So this is House of Representatives or Thank Senate. You Mike for clarifying. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, uh, that, I mean, that can be confusing because a House of Representatives is often called a congressperson. Even you're being nice. Senators so. are also congressperson.
2: I did, you can just say them. Um, um, I feel like it's probably like a smaller state. A small state um, or like,
3: a, a, well, I was going to say Alaska or Hawaii, but. Alaska had a governor who was a woman, so most likely right. she had another political office before then. Yeah. I don't know about Hawaii. I don't know what Hawaii does with their stuff. I feel, I mean, I
2: I don't know. I feel like Hawaii probably has had a woman. I mean, they had, like, queens and stuff before the United States took over. Okay. Um,
3: so we think something like Delaware,
2: Rhode Island
3: connecticut
2: well i mean those are very i mean like they're progressive states uh, they're very progressive states like so you think if it's more like although it could be like kind of an ironic one like you don't think that like a woman is ever but i don't know like I, in my mind i'm thinking places like texas i don't know why i can't but it's so texas, texas is so big, so big i find it so hard that hard to believe there hasn't yeah. been some kind of woman in, in house or congress like, what about something
3: just like big. utah where the yeah. Mormons are and stuff, like...
2: Yeah, Utah's a good guess, or, um, you know, it could be, like, Mississippi or, um, you know, kind of, like, a Midwestern, uh, you know. I just don't know. I mean, it's... it's I don't... I don't... Honestly, I don't keep that much track of all the, like, the House representatives. I mean, there's so... I mean, there's a lot in these states. I don't, so, I don't like, know. So, like,
3: do you think that the amount of people... Elected I to think that, office are based on population. So, like, if we right. picked a state. So it's got to be a smaller, it's got to be a low population right.
2: state, I feel like. Because
3: if they only have like two members of Congress every year, then.
2: Right.
3: I, I, that, like, I would think that Texas would have like a bunch because it's so big. No, so it, it, like, oh, I we'll don't think it's it Texas.
2: Texas has probably had a woman in there somewhere. It's too big not to have. Um,. So yeah, I mean it's probably I'm thinking like I mean it could be like one of the Dakotas, like something just totally random. Right. Um but how would we West Virginia West Virgin West Virginia? Virginia. Uh, yeah. Um
3: West Virginia's kinda out there too. I'm just thinking if we're
2: thinking like smaller smaller states, like smaller population wise. Not necessarily yeah. because um, yeah, that's what I'm
3: thinking. Like what would distinguish like all of these guesses are kind of equivalent to me, like North Dakota versus South Dakota. How would we choose which ones i know animals? and so i just I need you know i don't i don't know like a more of a reasoning i was just thinking states that they i was thinking utah because if they have lots of women wives and that means that probably the man is more of the dominant like mm. i'm going to make the rules kind of thing so they probably don't right i mean
2: utah is a, a good but then utah can be progressive when it Needs to be like right. I mean we 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 can drink now because of Utah. Ironically. <laughs> True. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean I don't know if it's you know, it, but I could see it maybe being Utah because of the you know because of the Mormon population. I could see that maybe not necessarily people not electing women. It's just you know in the the Mormon Church they take on more of a like um, supportive role, right? So that's a good guess. You want to go with Utah? Let's just go
3: with it because I don't think we'll be able to distinguish why another state would be better.
2: Yeah. All right. We'll go with Utah.
1: Ladies have locked in with Utah. I think that's actually a very good guess. Uh, that, the re- that's actually one of the reasons that I added perhaps surprisingly to the beginning of that question because I was worried that it would, it would steer a little too much toward a, a generally more conservative state when the answer is, in fact, a very liberal state that just happens to be a very small state. The correct answer is Vermont oh, Vermont. Oh. Vermont Vermont has never elected a woman to Congress. Um, there have been several states that have never elected a female representative, but uh, let me see Alaska, Mississippi, and North Dakota have never elected a a woman to the House of Representatives, but they've all elected female senators. That's what, so that was why I clarified that Congress refers to both both houses. Okay. but yeah, Vermont.
3: We named we're, about every other state out there except for that one.
1: Yeah. Blew my mind. I, yeah. Yeah, that I, one I, I was on Christmas list. I wouldn't
2: list. even think about some of those states. Yeah,
1: yeah. I had no.
0: it down to 3, so I'll I'll take that as a semi win.
1: Gentlemen, your remaining categories are probably because racism, state capitals, and political violence.
0: Uh, you good with that, Tim?
4: Let's do it.
1: We'll go state capitals. State capitals. Gentlemen, do you realize that no state has changed cap- its capital in over 100 years? What was the most recent state to change its capital in 1910, three years after it was admitted to the Union?
4: Okay, so we're talking later states, but we're talking before Hawaii, before Alaska. Uh, um, yeah. So, first thought would be Oklahoma would be around that time.
0: So I'm trying. So before Hawaii, before Alaska, there was Ark, Arkansas. There you go. Uh, there was Arizona. Uh, okay. So I feel like there was like a long period between Arizona and Hawaii and Alaska. We had 48 for a long time,
4: right and i know oklahoma was after 1900 because you know that's where we sent all the native americans and we didn't want to acknowledge it as a state because yeah um yeah. so that one that one was very delayed was late, in becoming yeah. a state
0: because everything around it was a state at that point right like nebraska texas right. they were all established states right Okay, Oklahoma's not a bad guess. Uh,
4: Arizona, I don't think, is a bad guess Arizona,
0: I think Arizona's later. I think Arizona was the 20s? Okay. Maybe the late, may, maybe the teens, but ni- you said 19, like 1908? 1910. Okay.
4: Well, it would have been admitted in 1907. It changed in 1910. If I understood the qu- the yeah. question correctly, no,
0: no, no, no. You're, you're right, you're right. I, I finished my bottle of whiskey, so I'm, you know, foggy headed.
4: Um, I'm trying to think of what other states might have been later.
0: It's going to be the western state, so it's not going to be California. I don't think it's going to be no. Washington. I don't think it's going to be Oregon. When would Nevada have? I don't know when
4: any of those would have become states, other than California, would have been mid 1800s. Yeah, I I
0: think the well, no, I think the West Coast in general
4: uh, was
0: late 1800s. Yeah. So you said you're sure that Oklahoma was post 1900s, right?
4: Yeah, I I I know that I've read because it's a lot later than what you would think it is. Uh, Because you know. You you assume that as we expand west, we're adding states, and Oklahoma was a lot later. I'm fairly certain Oklahoma was post 1900.
0: I mean that's more logic than I have because I still feel like feel like Arizona is pre World War One, but it's like just right before World War One. And if it's not Arizona, I don't know what it would be in that area. Uh,
4: And the do you do you realize doesn't give you any
0: knowing Mike. If it's a hint, it's a song lyric, and I don't, I can't place
4: anything like that. Okay, Um, I just you know wanted to make sure because that was the only like phrasing that stood out from the question was do you realize?
0: Well, no. The other thing is like no, I didn't realize that, but I'd never give this any thought whatsoever.
4: Yeah. You want to go with Oklahoma?
0: Yeah, for me, it's going to be Oklahoma or maybe Nevada. Maybe there was some gambling law in Nevada that prevented it from being Reno. But no, Oklahoma, I think, is a better guess. All right, so let's they, lock that in. Yeah.
1: Do you realize is a song by the Flaming Lips that was voted very briefly before it was overruled the state song of Oklahoma. That was absolutely my hint. Even if you guys didn't pick up on it, you did get the yes. correct answer.
4: I did. Not, I, I I picked up on that it was a hint. I did not pick up on what that hint was and oh got god. there anyway.
1: What so? What was the capital before Oklahoma City? The thriving metropolis of Guthrie, Oklahoma, was the. Oh my capital god, that actually Oklahoma sounds. City. I've
0: heard that before. I've heard Guthrie was the capital. I never would have. No. Oh my god. Okay. We'll, okay, we're gonna take it. We'll take it.
1: Uh, at that point in time, there were 46 states in the Union in 1910. New Mexico and Arizona were admitted two years later.
0: Good poll, Tim. Good poll. But
1: well done, well done gentlemen. Uh, that, that brings the score very narrowly. It's 44 to 46. Ooh. It is still anybody's game as we hand it over to the ladies. Your remaining two categories in this round are probably because racism or political violence.
3: We're going to go with uh, probably racism for 200, Alex.
1: (laughs) Everyone's avoiding my political violence question. That's fine. That's fine. Your probably because racism question is, in 1960, several states permitted their Democratic electors to be unpledged, meaning they didn't have to actually vote for their party's candidate. Which state, despite being won by John F. Kennedy, gave all eight of its electoral votes to Democratic Senator Harry Byrd. I went down an electoral college rabbit hole, too. (laughs) These are all stories about the rabbit holes that Mike goes down.
3: I don't go down these rabbit holes, so it doesn't really help me.
2: Um, Um. So
3: states that JFK won, I don't know, probably blue states
2: well, I mean, it says that they gave – I mean, they gave it to the other, the other Democrat.
1: There was – they They just – they gave it to another Democrat. they right. did, They were not inclined to give it to the actual Democrat on the ticket. they were Democrat saying that maybe the they ticket. didn't
2: like JFK because they – that he liked black people. So they were – yeah, basically. That's the whole probably racism part. Okay. So oh. what's a st- – yeah, okay. what's a state that was, you know um, – because again, this was just so. This was the one the Democrats would elect. So I mean, it's, right. it, it's yeah. So it doesn't. Um, but what you know, a state that would be considered a little bit more racist. <laughs> but he, but JFK would have won that state, um, regardless. So it was probably a state that actually had a high percentage of African Americans in the state. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they would. Well, could they vote though? Um. Um. Uh, I mean, I mean, just pick a southern state, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I hate to, I mean, it could be Alabama, it could be Mississippi, could be, uh, I mean, I just don't know if, if, if Kennedy would have even won those states, yeah. though, at all.
3: Because it was.
2: Yeah, I mean, it could be Alabama, but I mean, I don't know if people cared enough what Alabama did. I mean, you know, so plus. I mean they're not going to I don't know if Alabama even would have voted for Kennedy Wait, to about begin like with Virginia anyway. Virginia
3: or something.
2: Yeah, Virginia is a good I mean because it's got to be a state that would be like, "Oh, that surprisingly went to Kennedy, but we're just going to change it anyway." Right. So I don't know. I mean, I would say like, yeah, Virginia, Tennessee, uh South Carolina, I mean, all North Carolina, those are pretty good guesses. Let's see. I could see Virginia being like, eh. We don't care. We're going to just pick who we want to pick. <laughs> um, yeah. So do you want to go with that one? Sure. Why not? Okay. Virginia.
1: Yeah, this is a mean question. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, uh, yeah, I was, I thought the racism would, would steer you guys. Sorry, but South and it did. Uh, not for South enough though. Uh, Mississippi actually oh, okay. did vote for John F. Kennedy, but gave all of its electoral votes to Harry Bird. Alabama also voted for Kennedy and gave half of its votes oh, okay. to Harry Bird. Uh, Virginia actually voted for Nixon in that particular election. Okay, sorry, but that was it's that worth was pretty noting much the though last... that
4: Bird is from Virginia, so that's not a crazy guess.
1: Oh, cool.
2: Oh, was he?
1: Oh. Well, Bird's from he West totally well, West Virginia. Too. Oh, West Virginia. No.
2: Well, I I had like an inkling maybe it's Mississippi or Alabama, but I just didn't want to go there. I didn't want to really, like, I, I don't know, should I go Alabama I or Mississippi? Know. I know. <laughs> it's already ranked. those are like 49th and 50 states worst places to live. Right.
1: But Huntsville is lovely. No, I just want lovely. to emphasize.
2: We love that. Huntsville.
1: And gentlemen, that does leave you with the final category of political violence, and I fear that my category name steered everybody away from this question in a way that I did not intend. Uh the question is I maybe should have said rhetorical political violence. The question is, in what state did, quote, my governor can beat up your governor, end quote, bumper stickers become popular in the late 1990s?
4: Okay, so there's no clue hidden in there. I mean, Minnesota would not be a bad guess because the body was governor of of that state at one point.
0: He was, and they do call um, the fake the fake uh, shots you take in wrestling a bump. Not that that okay. is necessarily a hint, because I don't uh, think Mike would know that.
4: Jerry Springer was Cincinnati. mayor of Cincinnati in he the 70s, so it wouldn't be there. No, could Jerry <laughs> Springer beat up anybody. No, uh, but I could see that being the type of thing that he would do. So like, I'm
0: trying uh, to think of what states would have had, like, wh- the other thing is wh- what states would have a beef with another um,
4: I don't think that's necessarily like I not. I think we're probably on the right track with yeah. if it's not Ventura it's somebody along those lines but it's not like uh, Randy Savage or Hulk Hogan ever ran for governor no
0: Glenn Jacobs is he's a, he's a politician now but he's not a governor and that's way too late Ventura makes the most sense Minneapolis yeah I, I can't get away from Minnesota's that one that's the only bet.
4: thing that makes sense to me um, All right, let's 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 yeah. lock in with Minnesota and Jesse the Body Ventura.
0: The land of many Coca-Colas.
1: We'll go with it. I believe he rebranded himself The Mind for his governorship run, but it is absolutely Minnesota because of Jesse Ventura. That is well done, gentlemen. Tim, you're carrying
0: this
4: team. Holy crap.
1: I, I'm and good w- with it,
4: and uh, I'm surprised at that
1: and with and with the surge in that round the guys do retake the lead over the ladies your score going into your final round is going to be 54 for the guys and 46 for the girls i i apologize yet again for uh misunderestimating the difficulty of this game i do that a lot uh and and now we're getting to the round that i told my wife ahead of time that she was going to hate so here oh, we go. That
3: hasn't happened yet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh oh no,
1: that's that's this one. Oh, this one we are going to switch it up a little bit. Everybody is going to be locking in. <laughs> mostly because I wanted everybody to try their hand at these questions. So I'm trying something kind of new similar to the Leah Thesaurusizes a song category. This is going to be Mike's periodic pop culture spelling bee. So these are pop culture questions, except that I've replaced one word in the question with a series of chemical symbols that spell oh, that word. What? I know. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you God.
0: Never I've never <sighs> taken chemistry, guys. Like I flat out have never taken chemistry. How do you,
1: I, I have never genuinely do not understand how you chemistry. get a high school formal without having taken chemistry. But it's, it's that seems to be Can a Can you name in your category, again? Mike's periodic
3: what?
1: My, Mike's periodic pop culture spelling beast. So <sighs> I will say that I kind of tried to write these questions such that I thought you would at least have, be able to logic there without knowing the chemical symbols, just to see how this was going to go out. But anyway, once you spell out the word, it should help you get to the answer. We're just going to see how this goes. I just, I had a little fun with this and I thought maybe you guys would enjoy it or maybe not. Maybe our listeners would enjoy it. I hope you do. So we're just going to dive right into these and if you absolutely hate it, uh, I'm sure my wife will kill me long before anybody else gets a chance to. So get that life
0: insurance <laughs> Proximity is Nikki. a good thing.
1: <laughs> That's right. Yeah, she knows I'm worth more to her dead than alive. <laughs> Your first question. The fictional setting of this early nineties movie was silver radium barium hydrogen.
4: We can lock in.
1: All right. Chris and Tim are locked in. I'm glad you can.
2: Okay, so early nineties movie. Okay, so
3: silver daddy. is a G or is it A U? I don't remember. I wanna say it starts with an A though. So A G or A U. Radium R A? I don't know. Um Barium B A? I don't know. And then Agro, hi- Hydrogen. Agra- Ag- Agraba. Is it Aladdin? That's where Aladdin, Aladdin takes place. Okay, that's a,
2: well, that's a good guess. Because I just
3: watched a presentation at school where a student compared the cultural and geographical differences in the earlier Aladdin and the newer Aladdin... And that's how I found out that Agrabah is not a real place. It was a fictional one because she dissected that. And it would be, if, if silver is AG, then it would be Ag, Ra, Radium. Barium is Ba. Hydrogen then would have to just be H, I guess. Okay. Well, that's a good guess.
2: I would, I would, I would say that's that all, sounds That's right.
3: all I can come up with from my limited, taking the first two letters of most of these words. So, so we're doing the. We're, are we doing the setting, or are we doing the movie it's from?
1: Uh, the, the movie is what is what I'm looking for.
3: Yeah. All right, so, then we're okay. gonna go with the 1990 whatever two classic movie Aladdin.
1: All right, the ladies have locked in with Aladdin. Gentlemen, what did you lock in with?
4: Yeah, for a second I confused gold and silver. I was thinking Ouroboros for a second, but as soon as I saw the rest of it. Yeah, this is Aladdin and Agrippa.
1: See, this isn't so bad. Ten points all around, the correct answer is Aladdin. Well done. Nice. Well done, ladies and gentlemen. Well done.
2: I was in your How life. long did it take you to figure what, what out that,
3: that word spelled, Yeah, that, that word was made up of all letters I, from a chemical thingy. Like
1: I, I I don't want to answer that question okay. because it embarrasses me. I was
3: gonna say, I feel like that <laughs> would take a long time to figure out.
1: All right. <laughs> But no, well done. Well done, everybody. That was that was good job on the first question. So your second question is. Even though this popular television character has been around for a long time, it's been a while since he's told somebody to not have a cobalt tungsten. Uh,
3: Locked in. Unless you, you want me to text it
2: to you, Nikki. No, I mean, I, I'm useless on this, so okay. you go for it. <laughs> Mike told me in advance, he's like, yeah, there's one category that you'll just be useless.
1: <laughs> Did they lock in? I, I think Leah locked in for them, so yeah. Uh, I, think that's, I think that's what happened, so Chris and Tim, talk it out.
0: All right, so Tim, the only thing I know is don't have a cow, man, is Bart Simpson, and Cobalt, I'm assuming, is CO?
4: Yeah, is Tungsten and Tungsten w? is actually like Wolfram, it's a W. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't have been able to get to Bart. I don't watch the Simpsons, but if you're confident on like, him, being I feel like the don't, says, have, a don't have a cow man. I
0: feel like it's don't have a cow man, but I feel like that's Bart Simpson and Mike's a huge okay. Simpsons fan. So that sticks.
4: Then I'll go with it. I, I, I definitely know that it's cow.
0: And you want so. the character, right? Mike, you guys are locking with Bart Simpson. I'm asking, do you want the character?
1: Yeah, I I was looking for the character, yes.
0: Yeah, we'll go with Bart Simpson.
1: Yeah. All right, gentlemen have locked in with Bart Simpson. Ladies?
3: Yeah, I went with Bart Simpson just because of the cow thing. I wasn't even going to try and figure out the chemical stuff. I just guessed Bart Simpson when I heard, don't have a cow,
1: man. That is 100% correct. Well done, everybody. Well done, everybody. 10 points all around. I, 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 I thought you guys might have a little bit of fun with this one. I had a little bit of fun with
3: this one. Yeah, so, keep giving us you're...
1: hints in the, in the statements so we don't actually
3: have to know the chemicals. <laughs> that would be great. But
1: that was That was kind of the goal because I didn't want to be too mean and not even thinking that I was being as mean as I apparently was in the other rounds, but your next question. You might be cheering for none of these if you're on a game show pressing your lutetium carbon potassium yeah, we'll lock. All right, Chris and Tim are locked. Lee and Nikki talk it out.
2: Okay. So what? Can you hold, say hold, one on, more hold on, hold
4: on, hold Bef- on. Before you guys talk, what are you Wait. asking? Can you read the question one more time so that we're locking with the right
1: thing? Abs Absolutely. I'm. I. I, yeah. I don't. I, don't want, I, I try. I, I tried to phrase these before. questions to lead you in the in that direction, but if if it's ambiguous, I apologize. Because I'm not asking for the name of the game show. You might be cheering for none of these if you're on a game show pressing your lutetium carbon potassium. Yep.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah. We're locked in.
1: Okay.
3: Okay. Well, I don't, re- I still don't understand what he's looking for, but the word that I'm deciphering is luck because potassium is K. And then I just took the first couple letters of the word of the other symbols and put them in front of k and that means pressure luck would make sense i just don't know what he says don't count all your whatever he said that we're trying to figure out um don't press all of these no that
2: wasn't what he said i mean just don't press your luck so maybe that's all he's saying
3: Didn't you say don't count something? Don't count all your. Can you read the question one more time?
1: Sure. You might be cheering for none of these if you're on a game show pressing your lutetium, carbon, potassium.
2: You might be cheering for none of these.
3: Um, None of these. So I don't know what these are because you wouldn't be. None of luck. That doesn't make any sense. So, I would assume it has to have something to do with the show, but I have no idea what show that is. Cheering for none of these. Pressure luck, don't pressure luck. I don't know what game show that would be, even be. None of these. I'm cheering for none of these. And why would you be cheering? The only game show I know that you cheer a lot for is uh the 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 Price Is Right. Cheering for none of these the game show. I don't
2: know. Yeah, I don't, I'm sorry. I had no help on this one. I don't know. Okay, so we don't
3: we don't know, so we'll just lock in with the word, which is luck.
1: All right, they've ladies have locked in with luck, gentlemen.
0: Uh, yeah, so uh, I have a, a ridiculous, not even ridiculous, because she's a very beautiful one, but I have a a, a a talent crush and a physical crush on Elizabeth Banks, the host of Press Your Luck, and the saying you say in Press Your Luck is Tim.
4: No whammy, no whammy, no
1: whammies, stop. No whammies. Today I learned there has been a new version of Press Your Luck. Uh, but the correct answer is absolutely whammies. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. Never, never I, I think I'm I'm showing my age here uh with the press your luck reference. Okay, I apologize, but the guys do pick up 10 points on that one. And that brings us to our penultimate question of this round. There are five questions in this round. I should have pre-warned you guys for that. (laughs) Your question is, A current TV series called Chlorine, Argon, Iodine, Cesium explores the history of its main character one year after the events of this book and film made her famous. So to be to be clear, I'm looking for the for the book and film that made her famous.
0: Yeah, we can lock in.
1: All right, the gentlemen have locked damn, in. Tim,
0: damn, good
2: poll. Okay. Well. Um the book and film that made Chlorine it.
3: is C L? C H? I don't know. Um Argon, I would think is A-R. Iodine. I? <laughs> I don't know. And then cesium, I don't know if that's an S, a C, a Z. I don't know. So is there a character. Oh! 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 Clarice. Clarice! Um. From oh, the Hannibal thing, yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, oh, Silence, Silence of the, of the Lambs. Lambs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
3: Chla- yeah. So Clarice from Silence like of the it's Lambs. It's got some of the letters that I have out here, so I actually mm-hmm. have Clarizio written down, but I think that that I probably got some of those. So Clarice. So you're looking for the film, and it's it is a book.
2: Yeah. So, so it's, it's got to be Silence of the Lambs. The book
3: is called Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Thinking... Okay. Yeah. So we'll do Silence of the Lambs.
1: All right, the ladies have locked in with "Silence of the Lambs," gentlemen. Oh, I didn't need that, Chris. I did yeah, not need
4: that. For a brief second, I had Clarissa on the on my screen, and then went, "No, it." And I was like thinking Sabrina because Clarissa and Sabrina, you know, same actress. Um, but no, then I realized that we are definitely talking about Clarice, and the answer is "Silence of the Lambs."
1: The answer is absolutely Silence of the Lambs. Well done, everybody. Well done. There is one more question this round. I think you guys might like it. I think you guys might do well on it. So I will read it to you. Your final question is, even if your dickhead friend refuses to let your mistake go, you probably do know this man was responsible for the seminal film phosphorus sulfur yttrium carbon holmium.
0: You're a dick. Dick.
1: You're dead. dead
4: dickhead does that dickhead. mean you're locking in
0: I want to hear the question again because I don't know what he's actually asking for <laughs> God knows I've messed this up before
3: yeah you lost me at dickhead I was like I don't know yeah. what this reference is
1: yeah I've been at dickhead many times so that is true
3: oh so it's you okay got it <laughs> thank
1: you even if your dickhead friend refuses to let your mistake go you probably do know that this man was responsible for the seminal film Phosphorus, Sulfur, Yttrium, Carbon, Holmium. Locked in.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, this was this is his reference to the, you know, Psycho, Stanley Kubrick, Alfred Hitchcock, but, I mean, I, I don't know what if he's... I think I don't know what if, he spelled
3: if out was psycho, I'm assuming, because one was Phosphorus yeah. or something.
2: Yeah, so it's, it's it's I don't I don't know if, is it I don't know if he's saying Stanley Kubrick or if he's saying uh, Alfred Hitchcock. I think it's Alfred Hitchcock because he says okay.
3: that you actually do know that. Yeah, okay. So I think that that would be Alfred Hitchcock.
1: Yeah. Ladies are locking in with Alfred Hitchcock,
0: gentlemen. Uh, we locked in with Gus Van Sant.
1: <laughs> okay, an locked in.
0: It's technically I not a wrong answer though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Technically speaking, I should accept both. Uh, of course, the correct answer that I was actually looking for was Alfred Hitchcock. That's my one for cast. I love you, Chris.
0: <laughs> we get the points though, right? Because I, I wasn't.
1: Everybody gets yeah. the point. That was that was basically a gimme for for you guys because I knew you I knew you would enjoy it. So heading into our final round, why did I just minimize that? I had it up. Okay. The guys have a lead. It is certainly not an insurmountable lead. The gentlemen are at 104, and the ladies are at 86. It is anybody's game. As we head into the final round, which, as I alluded to before, I I really stole Leah's idea because I thought this was kind of cool. Rather than have you guys come up with a wager, (laughs) rather than have you guys come up with a wager, I decided that I was going to give you a round with, in this case, seven possible answers. And similarly... So Leah's round, for each correct answer, you will get three points, but for each incorrect answer, you will lose five points.
4: Oh. Can we can we go back to the Pokemon one because I had all that. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: had a perfect well, score on that one.
0: Digimon, Digimon, Digimon. Le- Leah, Leah, monsters. Leah
1: chose something near and dear to her heart for for that one, so I, of course being the selfish bastard that I am, have chosen something near and dear to my heart for this one. That's
0: porn stars, isn't it?
1: That was my first choice, but I felt like maybe that was a little too uh, niche. So instead, I went with something a lot more pop-culturally relevant, and I went with The Beatles. <laughs> the Beatles have 13 canonical albums. Of those albums, seven of them are titled after songs on the album itself. I want you to tell me which seven album song titles I'm speaking of.
2: Well, if we only know a certain amount, like, we're not going to lose points.
1: You, you, you don't have to give me all seven. Just give me yeah. however many you want. You're not going to lose points for any answers you don't give me. Okay.
3: Okay. Should we go ahead and lock in then? Yeah, we'll just lock in. We'll
1: lock in. All right. The ladies have locked in with their answers.
0: So, uh we've done the math. We know that if they get all 7 and we get 1, we tie at 107. We yes. need 2 to lock them out. We feel really good about Sgt. Pepper. I'm right. 90% sure that the song off the album Oh sorry, I'm 90% sure, yeah, I'm 90% sure that the song off the album and Sgt. Pepper is definitely the name of the album. Um
4: so do we risk the f- do we risk the opportunity that they got all seven exactly right?
0: I don't and think go with there's one any chance in hell they got all seven right.
4: Okay, so you want to just go with the one?
0: Um, like well, the other thing is like how how sure are we? So we know you have help, you have yesterday, you have Lucy in the sky, and you've got um, yellow, yellow sub. submarine. I mean, there's "Love Me Do," there's there's all their early stuff, which I'm sure one or two of them, because they're just trying to get well known at that point in time. You want to name your your hit song and the album the same thing, so you get yeah. people to buy it. But I'm not going to go there. No, I say we go with one. That's my opinion. So
4: you want to just go with the Sergeant Pepper?
0: I want to go with Sergeant. Pe- I want to go Sergeant Pepper and make them answer all seven right to tie us, and then we take our chances if they do in the
4: in the the, the, the tiebreaker.
0: That's my that's okay, my best so- guess.
4: So that's that that's officially called Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band.
0: That's the name of the album.
4: Okay, so that's what we're locking in with. We're just locking in with the one.
0: Are you good with that? I mean, I'm going to put that but in I'm,
4: here. I I'm, I'm good with that. Like the Beatles are not a strong point with me. I could name like three or four songs I did in the chat. I don't know if they're albums. The only album I know is like number 1. And that was just their like greatest hits that was released like yeah, not that long ago.
0: The only one I feel better, about is I feel like there was an album called Yesterday. I don't know that there was an album called Help, but you know it doesn't yeah. it doesn't matter. I, 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 don't I know there's the
4: one anymore. where they're walking across the street. I don't know what that's called. That's Abbey Road. Abbey Road.
0: Yeah, and uh, they also have the White Album, but it's not called the White Album. It's just called the Beatles because Mike's going on a diatribe about that. Um, yeah,
4: so let's just let's just lock in with the one
1: Sergeant.
0: Yeah. Hel- we'll go Sergeant Pepper's.
1: Your officially locking in with Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band is that correct?
0: That is correct.
1: Yes. Okay, so I don't I don't have to be a dick about that. Ladies, what did you lock <laughs> in?
0: Here? We're going to be a dick about that. I swear to god. <laughs> oh,
1: to no to, to I thought I thought Tim was very uh wise in mentioning that he knew the whole yes, name. Yes. Yes. I wasn't going to be a dick about it. But just, <laughs> I could
2: have. I yeah, we also had Sgt. Pepper and the Lonely Hearts Club band. Um, we had um, Let It Be, Help, A Hard Day's Night,
3: uh, that's one.
2: and Yellow Submarine.
3: Yeah, we were pretty sure we could picture some of those. I think the Help one, I feel like it's all four of them doing like the signs, some mm-hmm. kind of motions with their hands in the street spelling out the word help. That's what I was picturing for that
2: one. Yeah, um, and I knew a couple more albums, like I knew Abbey Road, but that's not a song, right? And the White Album, I didn't realize that was called the Beatles album. I thought it was called the White Album. Sorry, um, but I knew that wasn't a song. I don't think, I don't think like Hey Jude was an album. So that that's the only ones we were pretty. Confident yeah, we were pretty about, confident about. So the five. we only went with five. So we
3: didn't want to guess on the other two and get them wrong.
1: All righty, well, uh. I guess it makes me feel a little better. I just did the quick math. And even if I'd made it worth four points, uh, it still wouldn't have mattered. Uh, Well done. Well done, ladies. You did get five out of the seven. Wow. Wow.
0: Uh,
1: Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, Let It Be, Help, A Hard Day's Night, and Yellow Submarine. Uh, The guys mentioned that there was an album called Yesterday. There was Yesterday and Today, which was an America-only release off of Capitol Records, not considered a canonical Beatles album because the I could go on major diatribes about the release history of the Beatles in the early 60s, and I won't do that. Uh, but the gentleman did get Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club Band, which uh, gave them, and even if, even if they hadn't, uh, they would have had the narrow victory, 107 points to 101. Uh, Good job, all Just so you all so know, for the, the two other Beatles albums were Please Please Me, their first album which was a big, and Please Please Me was a big hit in the UK that never really made a huge splash here in America. Uh, The other one was actually their only American release that is considered a canonical Beatles release is the Magical Mystery Tour. Oh, wow. Those were the other two. My logic was off. Okay. Oh, then we guessed five
3: good ones then. (laughs) I'm glad we didn't go for any of our other ones.
1: No, you guys guys did a great job. Unfortunately, just not quite enough. Uh, The guys do pull out the victory... Hundred and seven to hundred and one, another victory for the patriarchy.
0: <sighs> Let's start the chant. Patriarchy. Patriarchy. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> because no, uh, guys, look, I, I Yeah, sexism. It might be. Yeah, it might I be. had a fun time. Maybe because that game. sexism. <laughs> yeah. Maybe because sexism. To be fair, yeah.
0: not because racism. One hundred percent. We have our we have our standards here. <laughs>
1: All right. No, I seriously, I I, I know that was a did a slightly different game, maybe or maybe not. I don't know, because it was still I told Chris I didn't think it was that hard. And I guess it's still hard. But I, I had a, I had a lot of fun writing it. I hope you guys had some fun playing it. And you listeners at home had fun listening to it. Uh, Yeah. But like I said, our, our victors tonight are by by narrowly are the guys that maybe I should have done. I almost said list all the Beatles albums. <laughs> Instead, oh, that yes. might have given you guys more. Oh <laughs> uh, no, no, no! But that was that was a well played game. It was a lot of back and forth. Uh, certainly, as a as a passive, impartial host, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was great. Uh, Chris, you want yeah, you want fun. to give them the the rundown on all of the socials and all that good stuff because you're better at it than I am.
0: Yeah. So at the beginning or at the end of this episode, you're going to hear about our Patreon that just launched here recently. Uh, Patreon.com slash P-T-E-B-B is going to be your home for all the bonus episodes and bonus content from both the Pub Trivia Experience and our sister podcast, Boozy Bracketology. Uh, Go on there, look at the different levels. There's two, there's a regular, and there's the super extreme level. But uh, go on there, take a look at what those levels are. But you're going to get a lot of, you're going to get bonus content, bonus episodes uh, both trivia brackets, uh, Leah is going to be standing up her own little AMA and uh, interview portion of that, so you can learn more about your hosts, including yours truly and Mike and Nikki and all of us. But uh, we'll have different bonus content launching throughout the month. You can find out more patreon.com slash Uh, Find our new Facebook group as well. It is called The Lounge. Fans of the Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology. If you're a Beatles fan and you want to yell at me or Tim or Leah or Nikki about our lack of Beatles knowledge, that's the place to do it because we're literally all on there. Uh, Instagram is at Pub Trivia Experience. Twitter at Pub Trivia Pod due to those damn character limitations. Pub Trivia Experience at gmail.com. Uh, Mike, we'll turn it back to you.
1: All right, thank you, Chris. Yeah, definitely swing by the lounge. I've I've really enjoyed being able to interact with uh, with people on there just the past in the past uh, week or so since it's it's launched. It'll probably be well more than that by the time this episode airs. It's a lot of fun. We we enjoy bantering. We we kind of give each other the same shit like we do here. It's a lot of it's it's a good time. Uh, It's a great opportunity to just, you know, get to get to know people and be be snarky and all that kind of fun stuff, which is what we enjoy doing here. Uh, We had a great we have a great time putting this on and we certainly appreciate you all for listening. Uh, We'll see if I'm invited back again to write another game. It's still up to Chris. He keeps asking me back. I'm not entirely sure why, but I do appreciate it. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode. Uh, Tune in next time. We'll see what else we've got in store for you. Until then, I have been your host, Mike. I'm Nikki. I'm Chris. I'm
4: Leah. And I'm Tim.
1: From the... Hometown Crowd and Marital Tiffs podcast. Hell yeah, you are. <laughs> Bye, everyone. And I promise Marital Tiffs is coming back soon. We're... We are <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we're you guys got waiting. a few things going on. <laughs>
4: yeah, our plan is actually to launch... By the time this episode is aired, we should have an episode. We're, we're coming back May 4th.
0: Awesome. Star Wars Day. They're
4: back, baby.
0: All right, everybody,
4: and and our anniversary, and the anniversary of the pod, and Aww. all of that. So,
0: oh, that's romantic. <laughs> uh, we will see everyone next week. Have a good one.